Hi everyone, welcome to the Advocate Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Naval, and today we'll be talking about how to build networks as a social enterprise or startup. Our next guest is the communications manager of Make Sense Philippines, one of the hubs of a global nonprofit present in over six countries internationally. She used to be a freelance graphic designer or illustrator who made visual identities and educational modules for various NGOs and socially conscious SMEs. When she's not developing design and marketing strategies, she's most likely drawing, gaming, or learning how to make the perfect bread loaf. So without further ado, I would like to introduce a dear friend from college, Isa Da Silva. Hi, Isa. Hello, Steph. It's so good to see you. Yes, it's been so long, and I'm really excited to have this interview with you so I can hear your thoughts and insights when it comes to building networks as a social enterprise or start. Up, which I find very helpful because especially when I just recently launched a mental health company, a social enterprise that envisions mental health care access for all. I'd love to learn more about what your thoughts and your experiences are when it comes to building networks. So um, before we start, I would just like to ask, um, why do we first collaborate? That's a great question. Actually, the easiest answer is, have you seen the world? Yes, <laughs> oh, so, yes I have. <laughs> it's so full of problems. People have so many concerns and it's definitely too big for one person to handle. So bottom line is, we really can't do it alone. But that doesn't mean that we can't really do anything. So there's always hope. And there are three frames of thinking that have helped me sort of grasp how we can all move in the world and make things better if we collaborate. So first thing I would like to mention is the VUCA theory. It's actually a theory about... Um, why the world is so difficult and complex. It actually stands for volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. The world is all of those things, right? So it's difficult to navigate, difficult to move in alone. When you think about that then, how can someone really try to make change and take action if they don't understand all of these different things, different moving parts in the world, right? So a second thing that I um, have learned about is called systems change. And these are different things that you'll need in order to really understand things, um, understand the inner workings of this very complex world around us and identify what we need or who we need in order to take action together, right? So Mm -hmm. you have to get that the world is so full of many different problems, issues that weave together and that are so linked that you can't solve one without solving the other, right? And if we can't do this alone, then we really need other people who are more experts at certain things than we are to draw from their knowledge, right? And to really work together to build things that will work for larger communities. The third thing that um, helps me understand this is called the bridging leadership framework, because like I just mentioned, not everyone is an expert. Um, Not everyone can really do things alone. We don't all have the knowledge that we need to tackle huge problems. So the bridging leadership framework talks about how we can move from this disparate and disconnected mindset to really seeking each other out to build co-ownership and co-leadership and co-collaboration in order to really make a dent in all of these things that seem so unmovable and impossible. I hope that kind of answers the question. 
Yeah, um, I really appreciated what you were able to share about. And I like the VUCA theory. It's a very interesting framework of how to go about the um, why we collaborate. Um, given that you're able to establish why we need collaboration, and I love how you even pointed out about systems change uh, capabilities, could you share with us what are concrete steps of how to build um, networks from big to small? For sure. So just like what I mentioned with the systems change and the bridging leadership, um, it's definitely so important for us to learn how we can actually make connections, how we can collaborate with each other. So I think if you start very big, um, one thing you can do as a social startup or as an entrepreneur is to be so good at what you do that other people in the ecosystem will definitely want to work with you, will seek you out. That makes sense. Our value that um, a value we have that answers that is called no bullshit, just impact. Am I allowed to swear? Yes, it's fine. <laughs> so it's really just focusing on the impact of your work and focusing on what you can give to your communities in order to really show that you're all about this meaningfulness, all of this impact, and make it so that other people will really want to work with you, right? But barring that, if you don't, for example, have the reputation, or if you don't have the network to have other people seek you out, then moving smaller, you can just learn how to put yourself out there. So that's always something you'll need to do, no matter if you're, maybe you're an introvert and you don't like it, but you kind of really have to learn how to do it. Whether that's through marketing your social enterprise or just through being present in other um, in the events or in the workshops of other social uh, social innovators present in the ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so it's really good if you can go to different events, maybe socials nights or even attending webinars online and commenting on different things that you see because that's really how you make connections and how you reach out to people within the same ecosystem. Even smaller though, um, this is more on the individual side, I guess. Uh, something that you can do within yourself is always to seek learning. So whether that means, right, right. <laughs> whether that means actively finding the right environments, communities, mentors, or classes for you, you always have to try to be open to all of this, be curious, um, always understand you're not the smartest person in the room and there's something more you can learn from anyone actually. Um, one of the values that we have at Make Sense actually is learn, share, and learn again. And that's really a great way to network with other people and to find connections with others in the ecosystem because you, when you're genuinely seeking to learn, you're genuinely connecting with other people and you're really showing that this is what you value, this is the kind of impact you want to make on the world, right? And I think the last thing that um, I would recommend, again, on an individual level, is really just the genuine connection. So I kind of mentioned that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. For example, I would say it's genuine connection both to others as well as to yourself. So it's always about being real, uh, just as you are, being candid with who you want to be walking your talk, practicing what you preach, as well as creating connections with other people or between other people as well. So sometimes you'll be the one who needs to create connections, who needs to um, say, for example, 
talk to someone that you just met at the webinar and be like, hey, I love this project that you're doing. I'm so passionate about this thing and I would love to collaborate with you. That's one way you can do it. Or if, for example, you're not the best person for the job, you can always understand like, oh, I know someone else who might be better for this job and you help other people create connections that will also benefit the world. So that's, yeah, those are are the four things that I would recommend for any social startup or enterprise. Yes, I think that was really helpful. Um, I really love about always seeking learning and then creating genuine connections. I love how you also were able to establish in terms of the from big to small. So from creating, let's say, a systematic approach of how to make connections to all the way to how you yourself, just as a person, be able to build this, uh, to build this type of networking. And that's really great. Um, Do you have any other platforms, suggestions of how people can go about networking as well? For sure. So, I mean, I think it's kind of hard during the quarantine, of course. We can't really go out much. So everything is online, right? So some suggestions I might have are if you're looking to volunteer individually, um, maybe not like as your enterprise per se, Uh, There are so many volunteer platforms out there that are always being started. So I would recommend things like the online SDG Youth Action Forum. There's also Youth Opportunities Philippines or, well, a lot of these are actually present on Facebook. So what you can do as well, if you have a certain advocacy or cause, is to just Google or search in Facebook um, advocacy name and then PH, because usually that will lead you to like a group. That's a good tactic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's kind of easy to find, especially, like I guess now more than ever, it's easy to find a community that will fit your needs or fit what you want to give into the world, right? Um, I would also say you can check out Make Sense Philippines because we have an ongoing volunteer program that's been running since, I guess, the start of the pandemic, since 2020, um, where we really allow anyone and everyone, no matter how involved you are in social impact, to come and devote maybe like an hour a week or something into volunteering for a cause that you care about, whether that's, for example, like women empowerment or voters education or mental health, especially for you, Steph. (laughs) (laughs) Other things. Um, So that was more on the individual level. And I guess if you're looking for places to start uh, as a team, as a startup, you can go for... Well, for example, I guess, if you're just starting out with an idea for a social enterprise or with like, you have a business model that you need help with, I guess, you can go for maybe some sorts of incubator. Some people really go that route because um, they really teach you, it's a dedicated, it's sort of like a dedicated course in running a business for social impact, I guess. Um, so there are places like, I don't know, um, there's, there's actually a lot but one I would recommend is again from make sense because we really um, help people who only we really help people whether they have fully formed ideas or whether they have like just the seed or an inkling of a thought on how they can change the world right so we our incubator is called the academy and we really walk you through all of these steps to take your idea to something a business I guess that's working and running and really sustainable in the long run that can really take action for the communities around you. Other than that 
because social enterprises aren't the only um, ways that you can make an impact. Some teens may want to look into like citizen movements. So for example, wow. you can read up on Farm for the Future, you can read up on Youth-Led PH, or I mean, if you're just someone who wants to join a startup or a development job, you can also look at development sectors, development sector jobs for the Philippines. I think that's a Facebook group. But yeah, there's really so many places that you can kind of dip your toes in, whether you're an, a startup or just an individual. Um, there are sprints that you can join, there are masterclasses, there are workshops, and I highly recommend that you really try to put yourself out there, um, join these things and learn as much as you can from the people that you meet there. And also make sure that you make genuine connections with those people. And oh yes. Yeah, like ensure that it lasts because that will you never know when you'll find your next best teammate or next best mentor. Oh, I'm just curious. I'm really interested about the academy. Is it all right if you could explain um, a bit more of how it works and maybe how people can join it? Oh, for sure. So our, the academy is actually part of the social innovation pipeline that, of the Philippines, I would say. Um, and while other accelerators or incubators may look for like, social enterprises or really businesses that can be impactful and that can be grown to a bigger, I guess, to a bigger scale, for the academy, with makes sense, we actually start from like the smallest, smallest ideas, and we help you build those ideas into something bigger, something operational and sustainable in the long run that will also be impactful for a lot of different communities. And what's different about our incubator is that um, it's free to apply and it's free to oh, stay in right. the incubator, right? So you wouldn't have to pay anything, and. I think another thing that's really different is that other than we accept groups or teams that aren't the usual social enterprises, um, since you're usually looking at, I guess, startups that have really um, that have really solid business models. But for us, we also accept things like citizen movements or even, um, I guess, school initiatives. If there are any um, college or yeah. post-grad um, students out there who may want to, who may have an idea for how to really make a change in the world will definitely accept you. Although currently we're not really accepting applications, but you can always check us out on social media for any updates. Mm -hmm. Oh, may I ask, when's the next time you'll be accepting applications? Or it's not set in stone yet? Well, it's not an exact date yet, but we can say that the next match may be next year. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, that's really great that your uh, nonprofit's able to do that initiative. And it's also at such at no cost or even if it's free. So it was just a really great entry point for um, these young social entrepreneurs or young people who want to make change. So I think we're almost done with this um, episode. So before we end, would you like to uh, um, give any social media accounts with regard to Make Sense Philippines that people can follow and subscribe to? Sure, so happy to do that. Um, so we're at MakesensePH on Instagram, or you can follow us on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash MakesensePH or just MakesensePH on Facebook. You can also um, look for us on LinkedIn, where again, MakesensePhilippines, or you can visit our website, philippines.makesense.org. Hey, advocates, thank you so much for tuning in into this episode. If you have any 
comments or suggestions of topics that we can still discuss in this podcast in the future, feel free to contact me at underscore Steph Naval on Instagram or Twitter. So thank you so much and have a good day.